Welcome to Discovering Responsible Wealth. This is your host, Frank Congelos. It's a pleasure to be with you this week. You know, over the course of the last couple of months, we've spent a lot of time talking about financial wellness, and then we are spent time during the month of February really talking about financial literacy with children, and we were talking about really trying to develop your child and to really bring them up to be a good steward of Christ. You know, Hebrews tells us that remember your leaders, those who spoke to you the word of God, consider the outcome of the way of life, and imitate their faith. And one of the things that you know I've been trying to get across to people, whether it be finance or whatever aspect of life we're dealing with, is that our children really do emulate you. And one of the things that I notice in our country, it always seems like we have this lack of leadership. And with that in mind, what I came across recently was I was talking to a friend of mine, Harry Flaherty, who is the director for the Fellowship of Christian Athletes in New Jersey. And in talking with Harry, his program really exemplified what I thought would be insightful to talk about as it relates to leadership, raising good kids, and then really helping to prepare them for college. So with that in mind, I'd like to welcome our guest, Harry Flaherty. Harry, welcome. It's a pleasure to be with you today. Thanks for having me, Frank. So Harry, you know, I know that you've spent most of your career in ministry, and a lot of the work that you do is with the Fellowship for Christian Athletes. And so why don't we just start out very just basically give people an idea of what the Fellowship for Christian Athletes is for those of our listeners who may not be aware of it. Sure, Frank. I got involved in the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, uh, the FCA, when I was a sophomore in college at Holy Cross. I came out of uh, Red Bank, New Jersey, Red Bank Catholic, and uh, had a chance to uh, go to Holy Cross on a four-year football scholarship. I had a chance to play baseball in college. But it was at Holy Cross my sophomore year that I was invited to an FCA, a Fellowship of Christian Athletes meeting on the college campus. And it was really learning how to uh, factor Christ into your life as an athlete. And I got involved in college, but really, um, you know, for me, I was seeking and uh, trying to do the right thing, go to church, and wasn't really personal. And then when I was playing pro football my second year in Tampa, Florida, that's when uh, the gospel was really presented to me. And I really got involved in, in ministry. And later on, when I stopped playing football uh, a few years back, um, I got involved as a state director for the New Jersey Fellowship of Christian Athletes. And FCA was started by an Oklahoma State basketball coach way back in 1954, who really b- did believe that Coaches and athletes could glorify God on and off the playing fields. And that's how it was started. Uh, with guys like Branch Rickey and Otto Graham and later on, people like Tom Landry and Dean Smith and John Wooden were really the pioneers of the ministry of FCA. And in just in a nutshell, the ministry of FCA is the vision statement is to see the world impacted for Jesus Christ through the influence of athletes and coaches. And you talk about leadership, Frank, and Really, if you if you look at the coaches and athletes in our country, let alone there's FCA International, but just in our country alone, look how much our athletes and coaches are looked up to. So if you can challenge young people and coaches to live for Christ, look at the the influence that they have. You, so you're influencing the influencers. And you know, Harry, when I'm listening to that, one of the things you know that I look at is is that. You know, there's a lot of parents that are raising teenagers, uh, raising their children. They're getting them ready to go to college. And although you know you may have a child that gets great grades, that's only one aspect of their life. It really comes into, you know, I always say it's that whole person. You know, So if you have a kid that's in sports, they're going to have opportunities when they're in their sports to get involved with different groups and so forth. And 
you know, one of the things that I looked at, you know, when I was listening to your program is, is that this is a, a program where it sounds like from just a core values that it's really about being that whole person, which is if you're going to, you know, as I would say, you know, if you're trying to package a child and get them ready to go to college and you're trying to get all their information together, it really is, it's a three-legged stool. You know, one-legged stool is what's their academics, the second thing is, is that what are their outside activities? And you have through the FCA and so forth. These are mostly athletes. And then the last part of that's the financial side, which we'll address at some other point in our show. But when we look at those three, you know, when you have people that are involved with the FCA and, you know, leadership, I think that that's a, a big piece that people miss. And so when I hear like the good things like FCA is doing and that, you know, any of these youth ministries, I look and I say, there's an opportunity there for a child to really start to excel and to develop who they are. Mm. So when you're out there and you're seeing these kids and you're going through these huddles and so forth, one of the questions I would have for you is, you know, one is how do, you, how do kids typically get involved, you know, with you know, a typical huddle program? Maybe you can tell people about what the huddle is that they're doing and some of the things that FCA is doing. Right. Well, concerning the huddle that you talked about, Frank, uh, the FCA, when it started in 1954, uh, it, Branch Rickey was the one who started. And the, the huddle concept actually came from the FCA camps in the summertime because when you were playing sports, you would come together when the, uh, when the game was over and you'd, you'd have these college athletes who'd sit down with these high school and junior high kids and they'd kind of go over some things and they'd just be Christ-centered in their discussion and how can, I imp- how can I live for Christ on and off the field. And those huddles started back in the schools when kids came home from camp. And it started in 1956 with 256 campers out in Estes Park, Colorado. And now, uh, this past summer, 2012, we had uh, 58,000 high school kids went out to FCA camp. And the huddles came back on the campus. Now there's 9,000 schools throughout the country that have the FCA on their high school campuses. And a huddle basically is a sports-orientated Bible study protected by the 1984 Equal Access Amendment that gives FCA the same right as any other club on campus. And uh, just speaking earlier, uh, Frank, uh, you know, just at one of our 155 schools in New Jersey at FCA at Red Bank Catholic last Friday, I looked around at the huddle, uh, 45 kids showing up before school at Red Bank Catholic for our FCA huddle. And I saw the number one kid in the class there, the number two kid in the class was there, their senior rank. Um, and then, you know, a junior who's being recruited by every football school in the country. Um, and, and they're there because they want to learn how to be better leaders. And, and who's the greatest leader of all? I mean, Jesus was the greatest leader because he taught this world how to love. And if you're learning, you know, uh, some concepts on leadership, who better to go to than Jesus? Because Jesus, um, he showed this world how to love. And he was the greatest servant leader because he got on his knees and washed the feet of the disciples. So in order to be a leader, you got to be a servant leader and you got to learn how to serve others. Harry, that's great. You know, as, as I'm listening to you as you're going through that, you know, one of the things that, you know, I kind of look at is, is that, you know, this provides kids also an opportunity that, to be around kids that are like-minded. And when I say like-minded is, is, you know, when you talk in terms of, you know, the number one kid, the number two kid, and so forth, people look up to these kids, you know, that are the top of the class, they're the best athletes, and so forth, and they're wondering what they're doing. And when you see in today's day and age, you know, you'll see, you know, kids that'll get in trouble, and that makes the press. 
But when you see kids that are doing good things, you know, that their core value system is in check, they're trying to be in check and so forth, these are the things that you're typically not hearing as much about. But the reality is, is that these are going on in, what did you say, 150 some odd schools just in New Jersey alone? That's right. 155 schools in New Jersey have FCA, 9,000 nationally. Uh, it's really amazing what God is doing through the ministry of FCA. But, you know, going back to that whole thing about, you know, the leadership and, and looking up to the right people. You know, J.C. Watts, former congressman from Oklahoma, he said one thing about America that he's concerned about, and that's worldwide, is we live in a world where the only thing right is to get by and the only thing wrong is to get caught. And a lot of times kids, even if you survey young kids in America, um, they'll even say that if they knew they could get away with cheating on a test, they would do it. And I always challenge a kid, say, you know, even before you factor God into this, how would you like to go in for knee surgery? And then you find out that the surgeon who is going to perform the surgery uh, cheated his way through medical school. You know, there's got to be some type of understanding of doing the right thing makes sense. Being the right person makes sense. And understanding that you're not here by accident, that God really did create you and has a plan in your life. If you think about it, it's going to help you. If, if you know that you're created by God and he's got a plan in your life, maybe you're going to take care of your, your body. Maybe you're going to make the right decisions concerning alcohol and other drugs. You know, maybe you're really going to be a leader. So those all fit into the equation, and that's what leadership's all about. I agree. Harry, you know, as interesting as when you're saying that, I always give the example. I say, you know, you can get an, you know, an education or you can get a degree. You know, hopefully you get both. But there's a lot of people that, you know, finagle their way through school. They got a degree, but they really didn't get an education. So it's one of those of, you know, when you're talking about, you know, if you were going in for that knee surgery, you know, and that's in every aspect of our life, so it's very insightful. So, you know, point well taken. So, Harry, just, you know, a couple of other things I'd like to bring out. You know, in bringing on this show this week, you know, part of my message really to our listeners is really to work towards developing that whole, that whole person as far as your child so that when they're getting ready to go to school, you've got someone that has all of those different principles in place. One of the things that I would ask you at this point is, is organizations like the FCA um, – how do you guys function? And when I say that is, is, you know, we have a lot of listeners out there. How do you guys get your funding? How do these kids have these organizations going on? Is that something that the schools provide? Is it outside? Do they have to raise their own funds? How do they function? Right. Thank you for asking that question, Frank. You know, we are a nonprofit 501c3. Uh, we are a Christian ministry. We're, a, we're the largest sports ministry in the world. And and what I like about FCA is uh, each state in um, with FCA, you have to raise your own support, which means, you know, we exist only on the contributions of people who believe in what we're doing. You know, our national office, our national support centers in Kansas City, what I like about it is that they do, don't fund anything we do. We're all personally responsible and accountable, uh, you know, to keep the ministry going in our, uh, you know, selective areas. And we we rely upon the support of people who believe in what we're doing. We have events. Uh, for instance, we have our FCA uh, fellowship dinner uh, coming up on Saturday, April 13th at the Ocean Place Resort and Conference Center. Uh, that's a, a fundraising dinner, but we've got an amazing speaker coming in from Dallas, uh, Neil Jeffrey, who is an All-American quarterback at Baylor and went on to play quarterback for the San Diego Chargers. He's flying in to be our keynote speaker. And that's uh, Saturday night, April 13th. Very good. Harry, if somebody wanted to support the FCA, just so that they know how they could do it as we're wrapping up today, what could they do if they wanted to help you guys out? Well, they can go to www.fcanj.org. 
fcanj.org, and they could uh, donate to the Ministry of FCA New Jersey. Uh, They can call me at the FCA office at 732-219-5797, 732-219-5797, and uh, I could uh, show them how they could help the FCA New Jersey. Very good. For all of our listeners, you've been listening to Discovering Responsible Wealth. Our guest today was Harry Flaherty of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. I'm your host, Frank Congelos. If you have any questions, you can write to us at the Institute of Responsible Wealth, 2431 Atlantic Avenue, Manasquan, New Jersey, 08736, or email us at info at ifrw.com. Thank you and have a blessed week.